Words are vehicles of emotion and thought, personally and interpersonally. Just think about how difficult it is to have thoughts communicated well. It takes the precise coding of a message. That message has to be retrieved, then decoded for context and understanding. What if your message focused your attention on what you're trying to avoid versus what you wanted? like a self-fulfilling prophecy. This form of word selection might be handed down generationally. You don't know any other way because it's been a part of you from the very beginning. Let's try this out. Listen to this phrase. Don't think of the color red. I bet most of you thought of the color red. Exactly what I told you to avoid. This is the whole heart of negations. The Enlifted Group defines negations as to focus on what wasn't, what isn't, and what can't be. So this includes words like don't, can't, won't, didn't, shouldn't, isn't, wasn't, and the sneaky always, ever, never, and the word but. Now, Dr. Albert Morabian looked at the use of words, vocal tone, and body language. In his research, 7% of messaging came from the words selected. 38% of the meaning came from vocal tone. And 45% of meaning came from body language. I have a link to his personal page in the show notes. This becomes very handy for in-person communication, yet it still doesn't account for you thinking of the color red when I specifically told you not to. Word selection could be influencing your vocal tone and body language. This could be happening right underneath your nose because it was never on your radar. I know that you've been through this scenario before. Clients often minimize any aches and pains. I mean, come on. They want to be working with you. So the occasional tweak or twinges usually go unreported. Clients usually push through until one of two things happen. Either the client tells you that they're having troubles or they cancel on you and stay home. You know, eventually there will be a moment when you're trying out a movement that, you know, previously was a trigger. So you ask them what they're feeling. They reply, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt may seem like a sufficient statement up front. But what is it really telling you? With this statement, the client is actively looking for a pain response, just like not thinking about the color red. What if the client's attention was focused elsewhere? Here's an example of how this can play out. Me. Why don't you try to raise your arm because it hurt last time? Client. That doesn't hurt. Me. It's good news. If it doesn't hurt, then what part of your body is working hard? Bingo. Now you have an idea what the client is experiencing in detail. Just a simple adjustment can lead to big results for you and your exercise selection so that your client gets an amazing experience. You will get valuable feedback. The client will know you're listening to them. And lastly, you will be surprised how the client feedback can completely guide the session in the right direction with amazing results. Now let's talk about feedback for your client. Now, how many times have you said the phrase, not bad? Now, I'm so guilty of this one. I might as well have said, well, that looks awful. I mean, think about it. What if you drew a picture and someone said, eh, not bad? How'd that make you feel? So instead of not bad, what are some options? Maybe looking good or, hey, great. 
on this next rep, could you stay left? What did you notice that was different for the feel of the sentence? How does it feel when a client says, I never get this lift right? Seems pretty hopeless and stressful. How would you approach this sentence to help your client? Client, I never get this lift right. You, that sounds challenging. What part do you want to focus on? Do you notice the shift from hopelessness to a specific action? That's exactly what we're looking for. Focusing in on what can be done versus what we're trying to avoid. Now, how about the word, but? That's a sneaky one. It can make a sentence really sting like this. Looking good, but your back was rounding. I like your shirt, but it's green. What happens when you shift but to and? I like your shirt and it's green. Looking good. And turn your torso into concrete so it's stable. With a simple one or two word switch, you can completely clarify what you're hoping to communicate. I know that it seems inconsequential. And try it for yourself. Notice your results. Over the next week, write down the negations that stand out the most. See what happens when you shift them around. Does it make a difference for you? If you notice that your language affects your coaching, this is how you level up. There's a simple, effective course that will help you clarify your communication with amazing results. You can get the core language upgrade course from Procabulary at 30% off with the affiliate link in the show notes. Or you can go to procabulary.org and enter BizBody in the coupon code at checkout. I know you want your language working for you rather than against you. Next week, words that can blindside you, volume three, soft talk. We identify and triage the language that so many people use as a safety valve. I'm Keith, and this is BizBody.